No Matthews, no problem. The Maple Leafs setting franchise highs in wins and points as they come out with a full four points on the weekend with victories over Ottawa and the New York Islanders. Let's break it all down, Dave, on today's edition of Locked on Leafs. Your Locked on Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked on Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, my co-host, it's Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also a writer for the NHLPA. Locked on Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast, so be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts from. You can now also catch us on video on YouTube. Locked on Leafs is where you can find us. If you are already joined on YouTube, thank you so much. Leave yourself a like on this video as well. As they say, as they say in the YouTube game, smash that like button, right? Did I say that correctly, Dave? Is that it? I don't know. I'm not... uh... I don't like to call myself a YouTuber. I know we're technically now YouTubers. We're sitting here with, we got like 560 subs or whatever, something like that at this point. So I guess technically we are, but there's the lingo with being on YouTube that I still just don't really grasp. But hey, we'll get better. We'll get better here, pal. But today's the day, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the day that we officially and finally give away the Austin Matthews Tim Hortons collectible stick to one of our lucky listeners and watchers on YouTube. Uh, So thank you so much, everybody who took part in it. We had a whole bunch of comments on the last video. Every single one of you will be entered to win it. We're going to be doing a draw a little bit later in this episode. We're going to be doing that draw. Dave has uh, some sort of comment picker simulator thing. It'll be completely random, and uh, you'll see for yourself live who wins this uh who wins the the stick so stay tuned we'll get into that in just a little bit um speaking of austin matthews dave were you as surprised as i was to see uh the pre-game media availability from sheldon Keefe and him say yeah austin's not gonna play today banged up from something from last night i was a little surprised to see that yeah that wasn't the most ideal news to um to get you ready and pumped him for this game uh, on Sunday night to say that Austin Matthews was, it wasn't that he was missing the game, like missing games, a game against the Islanders, not really a big deal. It's no. that he's day to day with an undisclosed injury. And we never like to hear the word undisclosed injury like ever. No, that's, that's the part that, that I was just like, ooh, ooh this isn't good. Yeah. Not, uh, not good. Obviously we're hoping that it's nothing, too, too serious, and and again, day to day just means maybe a game, maybe maybe two. Um, you know, at, at this point in the year, I think that they have pretty much like they've they've clinched a playoff spot. They got their fiftieth win of the season, a record high for this franchise, a record high hundred and six points for this franchise. Again, a record high with this win. So there's there's. There is still home ice to play for, obviously, but they got a nice little cushion now with, with only a few games to go. If if you need to rest Matthews for a couple of games, I mean, based on how they played, 
tonight against the Islanders, I, I think that you could probably feel comfortable giving him another game if he needs it. I thought they 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 rallied together and played pretty well, everybody. Oh, especially the guys that had to kind of step up below the top yeah. line. I mean, Neil, it was the, the line of Nylander, Kerfoot, and Angval. Awesome. Ah, such a great line to watch. Yeah. Like, we've been... We, we're going to get into some of the comments, and I've been reading all the comments heading getting into this uh, content, uh, comment contest. And one guy actually commented saying, you guys get to give William Nylander a little more love here. And look, we'll give William Nylander love when he is doing great things for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Guess what? He did really good things for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like he's yeah. going to get a little bit of love on this podcast today. Like I agree, was- man. It's 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 coming. The love is coming now. It's coming. Hey, dude, perfect timing too. I was thinking this like during the game. Like, yeah, he scored the he scored the one goal pretty early on, but then he had so many good looks and like some good chances. Like he's really starting to develop um, those chances again. He seems to be engaged. Uh, he's playing more of that 200-foot hockey that he was playing with. He's taking the pucks to the net. He's going to the net. We're seeing the good things that we saw from Willie earlier in the year. When he's at his best, he's starting to do those again and find himself in those good places, those good spots, those good pockets on the ice for him to be dangerous. So I, I thought that he was super dangerous tonight. Only found the back of the net once, but he had a couple ring off the post, one off the bar. You know, he was he could have had a couple of goals tonight. Ilya Sorokin. Let's tip our cats to, uh, cap off to that guy because this could have been a 7-2 hockey game if that guy doesn't come up clutch, especially kind of, what, midway through that second period. They were just taking it to him oh, yeah. wave after wave after wave. Like after that five-on-three, there was a good six, seven minutes of sustained pressure for the Maple Leafs, and, and William Nylander was right in the middle of it. You mentioned that second line also right in the middle of it. Marner had a couple of good looks, bunting at an opportunity. Like this whole team from top to bottom, I thought, really stepped up and, and played well tonight. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like David Cam got got over a goal drill. I didn't realize it was like 24 games that he yeah. hadn't scored. You you and the fourth line was as you like yeah. this this is what now I understand that Wayne Simmons had a little bit of a rough going against Ross Johnson, which many guys usually do when they fight Ross Johnson. But I that was like a random fight by the way. Was that was not that, a, just a really random fight? Yeah that I understand I know that I think it was Spezza that got hit or something like that that really riled up that Simmons felt like he had to go and uh, and fight for. But yeah, that fight kind of just came at a point where I'm just like, hmm, okay. I didn't feel like the Leafs really needed it. I didn't. I didn't feel like the Islanders were really, you know, imposing their will physically on the Leafs. Yeah, but they the Leafs also had, you know, they looked a little off at points in this game, and they kind of just needed. A little bit of a reboot, and when they had when the reboot happened, it was like almost like when your computer crashes and you reboot, and it's just like, oh, it's back to life again, and it's all good, nothing went wrong with it, and that's what happened with those goals and all those chances. Like you, you mentioned Nylander, and I, I, like, I lost track of how many times he was in at the net, going up for plays, redirecting pucks, and yeah. setting up plays. Like it was, it was just a barrage of attacks. Well, I believe you. I believe he finished with a game high six shots on goal. And he even had like a couple that didn't go on net. Like I said, he had a couple that um, he was that like just rang off the bar. I'm trying to see exactly how many shots he had. Uh, I guess I won't say that, but if we can look up the individual numbers on him, ended up with six shots, 
uh, and all what was that? He must have had a, a really high Corsi percentage too, because they were just firing the puck on net the entire time. Uh, 18. So like he just kept firing the puck on net shots for nine to five while he was out there. So 65% shot share for actual pucks on net. So uh, yeah, he was outstanding tonight. What's this a 60% expected goal for rating as well uh, for, for him, but all around a pretty, pretty solid game. You talked about the, you know, this was night two of a back-to-back, right? And and yeah. the Islanders have been playing much better hockey of late than they were earlier in the season. Definitely not an easy two points to go out and get tonight. But I felt that they had a pretty good pushback, though. Like, the Islanders are a pretty tough team. And they've used their, their size to their advantage the last couple of years to go deep into playoffs. And, like, they play a playoff brand of hockey. I thought the Maple Leafs did pretty good to kind of match that. And I thought that they were, you know, getting mixing it up a little bit. Labushkin was getting mixing it up. You had Riley. Obviously, we, we mentioned the fight. But also just guys, you know, McKayev, super aggressive on the forecheck. You know, I, I thought a big reason why that second line there, too, of Engvall um, and, and Willis up, they're just super aggressive on the forecheck. And that's really when this team is so strong is when they're doing that and they're sustaining all that offensive zone pressure. And it's that secondary forecheck as well that allows them, even after they establish possession, so they get a shot. It's going back and retrieving that rebound and keeping possession for the team. That's when these this squad is at their best. And I thought they did that extremely well tonight, even against guys like, you know, Big Z, Zidane Charles, who's a big boy, and they're able to kind of still – make sure that they're able to get pucks, retrieve pucks, Noah Dobson, Andy Green, you know, even against uh, Anders Lee going into the corners, they're able to get pucks. So I thought that they had a, a nice job um, physically as well, pushing back against a pretty, pretty hard team to play against in the Islanders. Yeah. And look, and you mentioned Sorokin too, like he's been getting, he's been playing really well. He's, I think he started four the last, last six games, which like for a team that's got a, perennial starter like Varlam, I think that says a lot yeah. about how Sorokin has been like and we we have seen the Leafs we've mentioned play down to their opponent well these were two opponents who they're not necessarily bad teams they're not great teams but they're also teams that have failed to meet expectations in many ways and they're you know teams that the Leafs should beat and they did and th- those are the ones that you know what they're not always going to look pretty but it's how you get it's what's the result at the end. The result at the end was two points. Well, four points. If you count the weekend games, like even the Ottawa game to be down three, one come back and win that game in, in overtime where look, it was a little bit of a, that one was a little bit of a, more of a heart heartbreak, a hard uh, attack scenario with uh playing the way he did. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is you maintain that four point advantage against the Tampa Bay lightning right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 100%. You oh, did. Sorry, now it's six. Well, it's six, but uh, do they have a game? They, may they have do have one game in ten. Yeah, and I mean, they played they play each other, I think, what, later this week, I want to say they, they play each other, or perhaps next week. No, They're next week. Game. 28. Game. They play this week on the 21st. Oh. 21st, wow. Yeah, so Thursday. So they got the Flyers on Tuesday, and then on Thursday they got uh, the Lightning. So, I mean, we're down to the final six games of the season here, Dave. Six games left in the uh, on the year. They've got the Flyers, the Lightning, the Panthers, the Caps, the Red Wings, and then it all finishes up Friday, April 29th against the Bruins. So 
you know, there's not like, like it's, there's not a lot of time for them to, to blunder here to lose home ice. So if they can get that win against the lightning on Thursday, that would probably seal it. I would think uh, maybe not mathematically, but pretty well would put them in the driver's seat to, to earn home ice advantage um, in the Atlantic division. But, there's another game against a non-playoff team in the Flyers that they're going to have to get through first, and we know typically how things go against those non-playoff teams. So I don't want to go ahead too, too much to uh, to talk about what was going to happen on Thursday when there's another game in between uh, in between that one against them. All right, before we uh, continue uh, with this podcast, before we get into the three stars of the game, Dave, why don't you tell us about one of today's show sponsors, and that's Athletic greens yes if you're looking to improve your daily life and how uh, your gut health you want to get more energy you want to optimize your immune system and you're not the biggest on taking pills or vitamins athletic greens might be the thing for you so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you get your day started right this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things I just listed. So I actually, Mike and I both got athletic greens. We got to try this out and I've actually added a few extra things that have uh, come my way. Uh, you just, it's, it's so simple. It's one scoop into water every day and it does make a huge difference with how my day is going. I'm sure Mike feels the same way. Yep. What's why is it important to take these multivitamins? Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one you can do every single day to take care of yourself. You're, and if you get a subscription with Athletic Greens, it comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these. Well, now that we're going from winter to, to spring, we still got to get that vitamin D. The sun isn't at its full strength right now. So we have to make sure we get all the sunlight that we can. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes, tr trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. So right now it's time to claim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year subscription. Okay. Plus, sorry, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of supporting <laughs> vitamin D and free five travel packs. That's free five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back into the Locked on Leafs podcast. I'm Mike Stefano alongside me, my co-host Dave Morissuti. Um, Dave, we will be doing the giveaway a little bit later on in the show for the Austin Matthews stick. But we did get uh, a little bit of an update here. It's not really much of an update, to be honest. But, um, you know, Sheldon Keith has now spoken to the media. And uh, we're getting some tweets about what he said. This is what Keith had to say on Matthew's injury. Didn't disclose any specifics. He just said, 
given the time of year and how minor it is, he's going to push past it pretty quickly. We'll just leave it like that. So that's what he says. It's so if this was a playoff game, he's certainly playing. They don't want to take risks, but he did use the word minor. I guess that is a positive thing, Dave. Yeah, I mean, we usually with Sheldon Keefe is giving bad injury news. He would say, yeah, this guy's going to be out for a while or it's going to be something that's going to keep him out of the lineup for a bit. Like, usually he's pretty honest about those things. So to hear him say that this is something he can likely push past, that that's something you want to hear. Because we know yeah. that there's certain injuries that you can play with and there's some that, you know what, we can't take a chance on it. So it seems like let's not let's not make things worse. They have some time to give him a little bit of extra rest, give him some time to see how he is for the Flyers game, and then they'll go from there. I really, really hope that uh, it's not his wrist. I hope the wrist is not bothering him again. That would stink. That that would be that would not be ideal, especially yeah. considering surgery is like last resort for a lot of these guys because we just had it this past summer. I just yeah. hope it's not a a reaggravation. But exactly, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, hopefully it's hopefully it's nothing. Honestly, again, maybe it's just general soreness, like we saw with Jack Campbell, and then he's come through after that general soreness with a couple of good play, a couple of good starts. You know, I have Jack played well tonight. He didn't have to be. You know, dynamite. I think there was only what five high danger chances on him tonight. Um, and regardless, like didn't even have many. He faced what twenty nine shots, so he stopped twenty six or twenty seven to twenty nine. Um, so he was pretty pretty good tonight. He didn't have to be elite, like I said, but he made the stops when he had to. Uh, and that's a guy who, I guess, took the night off and then battled through it. We already know that Jake Muzzin uh, missed the weekend and kind of unclear what his situation is as well. But in terms of Austin Matthews, we got to hope, hope and pray for the best because he's clearly the best player on this team. And they're much better with him in the lineup than out of the lineup. That said, pretty sure they have a pretty solid record with yeah. Matthews out of the lineup. Funny enough. I don't understand it, but it seems like the whole team really rallies when, when he's gone, it becomes a, a very much a, um, uh, what's the term? Like, to replace by like a we're, we're, we're kid mini, right? You're doing it by you. committee. Yes, yes. It's more of a committee ba- by basis. I don't know why I can't get the phrase out of by committee basis to replace him. You don't replace him. It's done by a committee. There we go. Finally, well, and that's what I know. What Jack Campbell said that after the game. He's like, no offense to everybody on our team, but not one person is going to replace an Austin Matthews. No, no, no. So, absolutely not. It has to be done by committee, as yeah. you were trying to alliterate. Thank you so much for finally getting there. That was just rattling my cage. All right. Um, let's get to the three stars of the game, Dave. Uh, we can do three stars of the weekend, I suppose. We also want to sure. include the win against the Ottawa Senators. And I'm going to and, and with my third star because I'm going to give it to Mark Giordano. I mean, the guy actually has played great in both of the games, but he had the game winner in the in the game against Ottawa too. But even tonight, I thought he was electric. And like if you look at the, the underlying numbers, he had a solid game for the Maple Leafs tonight uh, in, in terms of like, yeah, I think for all defensemen, he had the best shot share out there on the ice. On the ice for 13 shots, 
just five shots against. So uh, they weren't getting much on net when he was out there. And that's pretty impressive considering that there was just a 33% ozone starts. So they were starting him in the defensive zone, starting him in the neutral zone and whatnot. So, and uh, was it six to two were the high danger chances uh, when he was out there on the ice as well. So uh, Mark Giordano for me was just, uh, you know, he was an ox out there for the last couple of games. And not only, you know, with the puck, but off the puck, just boxing guys out, going into corners, making smart, simple plays, breaking the puck out. You know, he's doing a lot of the the little things that all really matter in the game. And it's just, I, I understand now, like, why this guy has had success in his career for so long. He just does so many, so much of the little things right. And when you do everything right, it, it just, it all looks uh, like, I don't want to say perfect, but it just all gels, man. It looks crisp. That's the word I'm looking for. Everything he does looks so crisp. Yeah. I mean, Gio has been, he's been a great addition to this team. Like we, we talked about guys who the Leafs have brought in and they haven't panned out. They haven't had the production that, is expected of them. He's pretty much almost outproduced almost every recent tra- like trade deadline pickup the Leafs have made. Like Nick Foligno, he has definitely maybe for well, I haven't forgotten about Nick Foligno, but I have <laughs> certainly my thoughts of going after a deadline rental have changed a little bit with the Mark Giordano acquisition. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, last couple of games said to kind of step it up a little bit too. He's averaging. Uh, over 20 and a half minutes of ice time. He's got four points over the weekend, a goal and three helpers. So Gio doing it all on the offensive side, on the defensive side. And uh, for a couple of second round picks, yeah, I think that's well worth it. Well, well worth it. Uh, your third star. Uh, so my third star, uh, he didn't necessarily put a lot on the scoreboard, but I feel like he's had some really solid games, especially with now Drake Muzzin getting out. And him having to be put into the lineup. And that's Timothy Lilligren. Yeah. He didn't have the best game against Washington. We mentioned that he was a minus two in that game, but it didn't really matter too much because they won that game seven to three. But in the last two games, I think Sheldon Keefe, especially in this game, Sheldon Keefe decided, I'm going to put Timothy Lilligren with Morgan Rowley because Ilya Lubushkin, he had that weird thing, you know, got in front of Campbell on that first goal. Didn't really play the man properly on that one. But then Timothy Lurgan gets placed with Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley makes a boo-boo that leads to a breakaway. And who's the one coming back to back check and basically make that breakaway null and void? And that's yeah. Mr. Timothy Lilligren. Yeah. Uh, this is an important thing. I, to see him continue to step up in this way is crucial because it shows that if Jake Muzzin can't be healthy, I got no problem with Timothy Lilligren playing in the playoffs. That's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they end up doing. Yeah, with uh, with that blue line because they're certainly like they've got seven legitimate NHL blue liners and it, potentially eight once uh, once Sandine gets healthy. And he's skating, so he's not far off. No, he's not. He's not far off at all. It's just I, I'm not exactly sure what this lineup is going to look like when uh, when they're out there. Um, I'm just – I'll say this, though. I'll say this. Timothy Lilligren in tonight's game, uh, when he and Ryla were out there on the ice, it wasn't favorable. 
the numbers were not favorable out there. I'll he's say better that. with Geo, I would say. He's he's always better with Geo. Geo makes everything so good. But um, yeah, they're on the ice for nine scoring chances against and expected goals of like nine. <laughs> I'm just making making the play on the one play there that he did that kept the goal out of the net. That's yeah, cool. let's let's give him some love on that uh, on that play because absolutely that was a, that was a solid play for him to to go back and and break up that uh, break up that play for sure. It's funny. He, so he played eight net almost nine minutes with Mo, and then he played about five minutes with Geo. In the five minutes with Geo, they had a seventy percent shot share in. <laughs> and uh an 83 percent expected goals <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> compared to the nine percent with morgan riley interesting 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 um my second star of the game or of the weekend i suppose i mean i'm gonna give it to mitch marner I, I, I mitch marner was electric in that game against the 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 senators i mean this guy with the puck on a stick was doing some like magical things. Like this, the way that he was dangling, putting stuff off his feet, kicking. He had a one touch pass tonight too off his foot. Did you see that? Yeah. Like the guy was just making unbelievable plays. And honestly, Dave, I think we can get into this tomorrow a little bit when we have more time to, to, to dive into things here. I'm almost getting ready to say that. I think Mitch Marner might be the best winger in hockey, man. Ooh. He might be the best winger in hockey. I what he is doing offensively is the type of production that quite literally nobody on the face of this planet has done since the new year. He leads all forwards, he leads all players in in points since the new year. He's got almost he's got over thirty goals this season. He's not a goal scorer. He kills penalties. He's a two way guy. He takes the puck off your stick with ease. The guy does everything, everything. But anyways, I thought he was exceptional this weekend as well, as he always is, and uh, scored both nights and, you know, ended up with a, a couple of helpers as well. I, I thought that he, again, was fantastic. So I couldn't leave him off of my – actually, no, he scored three goals tonight – or three goals, scored twice yesterday. Yes. Uh, I couldn't leave him off of my list, I guess. Uh, so I, I put him there at number two. I had him at number one for all the reasons you stated. And I also think if I, I wonder how long Austin Matthews has been dealing with this injury. Yeah. Because Mitch Marner has really taken like when they needed a spark against the senators, it was Mitch Marner doing the work. Yeah. A lot of the work. Um, so that's why I had him as my number one star. Number two star. So we're kind of going a little bit of reverse order here. Oh, was William Nylander. And he's mm. probably your number one star. He was my number one star, but I also just like shout out to that whole line. Like, I thought that that line was just like incredible all around, but like Willie was certainly the star of that line. So yeah, Willie was, was, was my number one star. This guy's catching five at the right time, man. Let me tell you, I guess I has got like seven or hold on. I wrote it down. Seven points his last nine or something like that. Seven goals in his last nine <laughs> games. So whether they're coming on the power play at five on five, he's starting to fill the net again. And uh, it's, it's really, really good to see. And I just saw actually David Alter tweeted out a, a really cool little uh, quote that Willie had on Engvall. And, you know, those guys, they're playing really, really well right now together. 
And uh, this is what Willie had to say to Pierre Engvall uh, earlier today. We were having dinner in Ottawa, and I said it was just nice to see uh, see the way he's grown as a player coming from last season, the way he's excelled as a player this year. Obviously, being a Swede, you want to take care of the Swedes around you. I've just been proud to see the way that he's grown. He's showing different aspects of getting better every night. He's grabbing the PK, four check, winning pucks back, and obviously scoring goals. He's been huge for us, and he has. He really, really has, which is why I wanted to give just that second line for tonight of Pierre Kerfoot and uh and Kerfoot also was was spectacular tonight. You know, Kerfoot set up Engvall's goal. It was just a beautiful, like no looker sauce right over the stick and right onto the tape, and easy backdoor kind of tap in for uh for Pierre Engvall. That one he was definitely not gonna put wide. And uh the first goal the Maple Leafs scored on the night. And just in general, I thought that they were buzzing pretty well through the whole game. So the second line is like my first star, but Willie as a whole is is really starting to pick up right now, and that is really good for the Maple Leafs. Really yeah. good. Here's another thing about Willie in the end. I think people don't like. We've heard a lot of criticism for how Willie Nylander has played and the reason and him not being with Tavares. He finished the month of March with 14 points. He has 11. Actually, I don't know if this is updated with tonight's game, but he had 11 points in eight games in April. But I think the more important thing, when you know William Nylander is getting back into Sheldon Keefe's favor a little bit more, he's getting the ice time to prove it. I think that's where you know William Nylander is getting back to the player we know he is. It started with that game against the Capitals where we like he's like, here, I'm here, don't worry. I'm the silky Swede that can do all those things. And he did it. I I think the impressive thing is when he's been thrusted into this role of having to play second line center, he hasn't always excelled at it. But tonight, that I was actually kind of surprised Kerfoot wasn't down the middle. Yeah, that's usually where Sheldon Keith goes. For Sheldon Keith to put Willie at center, I think it says two things. It was a challenge to Willie, but it was also you know I think maybe a bit of an ode to the way he's played lately. I think it's definitely a challenge. I mean, I, I think this was to get a look for just in case something happens in the playoffs again, like we saw last year where John Tavares was out after game one. Like if something like that happens again, what combination do you like for, for you know, someone who could fill in? And I think you want to get a look at Willie against a playoff caliber team or someone who plays a playoff style of game like the New York Islanders. So I think A was a challenge. B, it was an experiment. It was a bit of a, a bit of a I want to get a look at what what this looks like here. You know what's hilarious about William Nylander and John Tavares, the both of them? Think about the amount of like slander that these guys have gotten over the course of the season. And look, we're at fault as well. You know, we live in a we live in a world where you know, to pull the curtain back, we cover this team on a daily basis. We have to talk about this team day by day. So it's often looked upon in a very micro level as opposed to the macro whole season. We're usually looking at it day by day, game by game, you know, week by week tops. Yeah. But if you pull back, you look at what those two have done this season. Both Nylander and Tavares have 74 points in 75 games. They're almost point per game players. And we have treated them like they're trash over the last two months. Yeah, I, I've been I've been the defender of those two a little bit more just because, look, have they been 
elite superstar players? They haven't been superstars. Have they been? Yeah. Uh, a lot of those cookies on the power play. Am I like not to? Yeah, to, you, they haven't not been dominant. It. They haven't been dominant, but they haven't been outright like I want to trade all of them from the team. Well, like when you look at Nylander and just why I bring up the whole power play situation, like that's where he's really been dominating a lot of even even recently like tonight's goal is on the power play like a lot a lot that he's been scoring has, has been on the power play he has left points at five on five than alex kerfoot funny enough kerfoot has outproduced him at five on five this year with 46 points who quietly got his 50th point of the season tonight as well seventh maple leaf to be at 50 or more points most in the nhl wow yeah that was a quiet 50 for Kerf, wasn't it? Another guy who just yep. goes about his business night in, night out. I mean, as much like a plus minus really isn't a, a great stat, but he's a plus 19. It's not bad. Not bad for the kid. Nope. Can't really complain about Kerfoot. I know some people have looked at Kerfoot as one of the guys that was kept around from the expansion draft. I think he's done enough to say that. And, and his comments after the game, too, of saying, Everything we're doing right now doesn't matter until the playoffs. He gets it. Yeah. One, they all get it, man. They all do. One goal he, in mind. There's one goal in mind for this team, and that's to have success in the playoffs. Not necessarily. No one said Stanley Cup championship, but they keep saying we need to have success. And it's true. One step at a time. Get that success. Win your first round. Then move on. Try and win a second round. Then try and win a third round. And then you can go for the cup but you got to get through rounds one, two, and three first. And I think they understand that. They, every Everything that's coming out, whether it's, you know, Austin when he hit 55 or, and, and came out and said, yeah, individual records, like these are cool to be in the breadth of these guys, but we're not done yet. Marner, same thing. Like, yeah, having a career year, but we're not done yet. Kerfoot, yeah, you know, these records are awesome, but, uh, you know, we have one thing in mind, and that's to have success in the playoffs. Sheldon Keefe tonight, they said, hey, you just set a new record. You're setting franchise records with your 50th win, 106 points on the year. And they say, yeah, you know, these are nice, but they don't mean much. Until we have that playoff success, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, that that's their mentality. That's their mentality. They know that the regular season – it's nice to have all of these accolades, but if they don't follow it up with a good postseason, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And and it's true. And hopefully they've learned to hate losing enough where they can actually have themselves a successful first round of the NHL playoffs. Uh, Dave, do you I, have a comment on that I, before? We I hate to say it. I know we can't play this song because of YouTube copyrights. But I got the song that don't impress me much going in my brain right now, as you said, everything right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I bet it did. All right. On the other side, we will finally be giving away the Austin Matthews Tim Hortons collectible stick. Uh funny enough, on the night where he did not play. Don't know <laughs> if we jinxed it. But that's going to be happening anyways. Uh, but before we give anything away, we got to tell you about one of today's show sponsors. And that's BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all your latest sport developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the NHL playoffs, and the start of Major League Baseball season. 
Well, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. And we're also going to look at our other friends over at Built Bar. It's this time of year we're all trying to keep to our New Year's resolution. So why not give Built Bar a try? They are definitely something that helped me stick to my resolutions. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best Built Bars out there. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallow. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered with 100% real chocolate. Yes, that is 100% real chocolate. They have many great flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorites. So make sure you go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. It'll blow you away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs. We all love to hear all those things. So if you compare it to a candy bar, which has roughly 240 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And how about you? They pull it off every time. So make sure you go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. That is LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Also, Bono Pasqua. To everybody today, happy Easter. Uh, we went, what, almost 40 minutes into this pod and didn't say that. We're awful, awful Italians, Dave. The, they're going to cut off our access to, to Woodbridge for not uh, wishing everybody a happy Easter. Uh, welcome back into the Locked On These podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano, Dave Morissuti with me. We are your hosts here at Locked On Leafs, the best daily Maple Leafs podcast in the land. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts from. And uh, you can also find us up on YouTube now as well. And uh, speaking of YouTube, we hit 500 subscribers about a week ago. It was last Friday, not this past Friday, but the Friday before that. And it initiated our Tim Hortons uh, Austin Matthews collectible stick giveaway. And it is time, Dave, to give this bad boy away. Do we want to start with reading some of the nice comments, though? Before we get to to the actual giveaway, why don't we look at some of the comments? Because some of you guys, first of all, Thank you so much for for listening to us on a daily basis. Um, you know we we've get we've gotten uh, a lot of support from some family and friends, but also from some total strangers who just listen to the podcast. Just some diehard Leaf fans who you know whether you're from Toronto or you're from out of you know province, you're from the states down below or even across the pond. There's a lot of people who love the Maple Leafs. And, you know, sometimes you're in a situation where you just don't get that much content if you're not in the GTA or you're not in Canada and you have to rely on on other, you know, process, other, I guess, podcasts or other websites to get it done. And thank you for choosing us every day to uh, to find out what's going on at the Leafs. We strive to bring you the latest uh, news and what's going on and try and give you our best opinions on, on what's going on with the team. Uh, but thank you so much to you, the listeners for listening along and our appreciation here is this giveaway. So Dave, why don't we check out some of the comments first and then uh, we can do the giveaway shortly as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at this one that's staring right at me from Shane small where he, first off, he correctly gave us the code word for the stick. So 
good job on that one, Shane. Oh, Shane, yes. Yeah. By the way, it was. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You want to explain that one? <laughs> no, you explain it. Go ahead. Okay, so I know many of you are wondering probably why it says Matthews for Rocket and Rocket. This is a little trick, little little tricks you do for Mike and I to make sure that you guys were really listening because it's very easy for people to go to, to kind of finish the sentence before it happens. And we saw some of you guys trying to do it in prior shows. So Mike decided to throw a good old little curveball, more of like a R.A. Dickey knuckleball at yes. it. And he went with uh, Matthews for Rocket and Rocket. And I know when Mike brought this up, when we were going through the uh, the things, I'm like, it sounds weird, Mike. He's like, yeah, but imagine how many people it's going to throw off when we go with that. Luckily, many of you were not thrown off by it, and we have the comments to prove it. Now, this one from Shane Small here. A mate of mine got me into the NHL in the beginning of the year. I have to tell me how to, to watch the All or Nothing Amazon series, and he is an Oilers fan. You got to get a new French fan. New friend, Shane. I fell in love with the Trauma Police from there. Well, you pick misery to get into the Trauma Police, that you're right at home. And I watch every highlight of the game and I wake up and listen to your podcast on the way to work every day. Love the fact Matthews is ahead of Dry Cell. Great banner with my mate. Great banter with my mate, Shane, here from England in the UK. Love it. Can you bring these up? Can yeah. You bring these up, right? For YouTube folks. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Um, yeah. We got another one here from Stuart Kelly. He also he also predicted the Matthews for Rocket and Rocket as well. Love the show, avid listener from Wales. Wales, let's go. Uh, guys, greetings from Mexico. Mexico. They're gonna be the first Stanley Cup playoffs I am ever going to watch. Follow the NHL from Mexico was almost impossible. I love your pod, so keep please keep doing the work with all the passion and love for the Leafs. Yeah, bet, homie. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and he was one of those who thought it was going to be a different phrase. So he luckily stayed into it and got it right. Karen Chalmers from Greens from Scotland. Loving the podcast. Keep up. Good work, lads. I got Scottish roots. So appreciate that. I do. Uh, oh, my God. There's just so many here. Uh, Too many. This one here from Stephen Oliver. I'm really that came across you good folks. I brought my little guy from Sudbury to his first game for his sixth birthday to the game against the Sabres on March 2nd. Which, in my very biased opinion, was their worst game of the year. Sorry about yeah. that, Shane. Steven, sorry. If my comment is randomly selected by the stick, it is going to my son for having to sit through that BS. <laughs> uh, was there more? Oh, so that BS game. Thanks again, gents. Like, they're just, I'm like looking through. I was, it, it, it really gets me seeing all these. Look at this. Hi, guys. Love the show. Best wishes from Sweden. Sweden. Oh, must be a Pierre Engvall fan. He, hey, if he's not a pure Engvall fan, uh, I mean, he's got many other sweets to choose from. So England, there's another one from England there. Look at this. Like, so many. I did years ago, Sundin Roberts, like, back from the Sundin and Roberts days. That's, like, when, when I was growing up. Yeah, me too. It New just, York? Oh, yeah. New York. Uh, we had, well, yeah, Sean Connolly from New York was another one. Oregon. Like, look at this, guys. Like, it's, yeah. we are truly, we're not just a Toronto pie. This is the thing about Leafs Nation. I've always attested this. We are an international hockey market. Dude. We're not just you, a Canadian market. You go into any I was talking about this with Frank Corrado. And Frank's a guy who uh you know played for the Maple Leafs, but he's played in other teams. But when he was with the Leafs, he didn't get on the ice a whole lot. So he was able to kind of look around the barn and he said, There's no team that travels like the Maple Leafs. Like they got fans in every city. You go to a Buffalo game, like 
growing up, I went to Sabres games to watch the Leafs. It was all blue shirts. Did you see the amount of Leafs jerseys? It was like a home game Saturday night in Ottawa, like oh, more cool. than usual. It was it was insane uh, the the amount of Maple Leafs fans that made the trip up to up to Ottawa to watch them in that game. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch. Oh, look at this. A Ma- Miss Saga Boy listening from Phoenix, Arizona. Like There you go. ASU? ASU, maybe? Perhaps. And we got the usual bots in here for a couple <laughs> of uh, But, yeah, I know you guys are you guys have been great. Um, so here we go. I guess it's time. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we got the YouTube random comment picker. Now, it loaded. It went through all the comments, made sure it picked up all the ones that had the keyword right. How many times do we want to do this? Are you going to just do one and done? Or do you want to do it a couple of times? Let's do it three times. Three times? Okay. Yeah, now, three if, your times comes, if your name comes up, we'll give you a special shout out. So at least you know you were in the running. And maybe we'll keep you in mind for a little special fan shout out. as a little extra incentive right. to keep you listening. By the way, if you're listening on audio we're doing oh, yeah. this on video so you can go check out the locked on leafs youtube page and mm-hmm. you can watch us do this the random comment picker thing live on youtube and for our youtube folks you'll be able to watch it right now all right so here's the first one this is like t- like poker first three are unfortunately gonna be tossed away <laughs> the first two john luca amatangelo at least it was uh, a former paisan all right, sorry about that. Don't send your Italian friends after us. <laughs> All right, here comes the next one. Scott DeBoer. Any relations to Pete DeBoer? I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps. We and might the winner is of the Austin Matthew Stick. Ace Blindfire. Much love from London, England. London, Keep up the stuff, lads. Oh, we are definitely sending this stick. Across the pond. Yes, I'm so. I no offense to anybody else, but I was. I really wanted to somebody from across the pond to get this because if you live in Canada, you could have went and got this yourself. Let's be honest, you could have, and you could have got it. I don't know what were they giving these away. I think it was like last year during the playoffs. So almost a year ago now. you could have got it, but people over in England, I don't think uh, they're giving these away in England. I don't know if Tim Hortons is out in England, so this is certainly going to be something that I'm sure was ACE Blindfire, Ace Ace Blindfire, is it Ace Blindfire? Is that what we're going to go with? I believe so. That would make sense. Ace Blindfire. Uh, we will get in contact with you. You are officially the winner of the Austin Matthews Tim Hortons collectible stick. Uh, congratulations and uh, thank you to everybody for subscribing to the pod, listening to the pod, being a fan. Uh, Leafs Nation's the best, man. It's it's the best in all of hockey, and uh, I'll be I'll be real excited to send this thing across the pond to uh, to Ace Blindfire. Congratulations! And guys, this isn't the last giveaway we're gonna do. Um, nope. We're we're gonna do another one once we reach a thousand. But. We might have some bonus ones. Uh, first off, I'm seeing that the Locked On Senators are doing a bunch of giveaways, and we can't let the Senators podcast get over us in terms of being nice to, and terrible to our lovely listeners. So I got some other Leaf stuff that I've saved over the years. I have duplicates of. Uh, I We will definitely consider doing where we'll do some random picking of uh, subscribers and comments. So don't worry. 
We're going to have lots of swag to give out. So please stick around for that. Absolutely. And our next target, I suppose, for another giveaway is unless we do, we think said we could do some random ones. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but we do have a pretty big one. Uh, We don't exactly have the, the, uh, the prize locked in officially, but it is a bigger prize than this. And we'll be getting both in size and weight. (laughs) Yes. And weight and value and everything in between. Uh, We will be initiating that giveaway. We hit a thousand. So we get to a thousand subscribers. Uh, We'll get to another giveaway. Um, And as we get inch closer to that subscriber count to that number, we'll let you know what it is. I'm hoping that we can get there by, I mean, let's hope, some point during the 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 Stanley Cup that or at least the the least playoff run for however long it is hopefully it's Stanley Cup bound but hopefully we can get to a thousand for however long the Leaf playoff run is and y'all can rapidly send this podcast to all your friends yes. send it to all your friends because if you know all of your friends at least within Leafs Nation if you're a Leaf fan you're not listening to this podcast what, what are, you, are you doing like what on. are you doing guess who chess, as my as my nona would say. She said it a few times to me this week. Probably. Probably. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us here today. Once again, congratulations to, was it uh, Ace, Ace Blindfire? Blind Blindfire. Ace Blindfire. Congratulations. We will get in contact with you, or you can try and get in contact with us. We'll figure it out, uh, but you will be getting this Austin Matthews collectible stick. Thanks to everybody else. Uh, as well for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you find your podcast uh, and receive daily Maple Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Follow the show at Locked on Leafs. And also subscribe on YouTube. That's Locked on Leafs on YouTube. Leave us a comment, a like, subscribe, all that YouTuber mumbo jumbo that they say (laughs) we'll be back with another episode for y'all tomorrow we'll tee up the game between the maple leafs and the philadelphia flyers let's all pray and hope that austin matthews is good to go but until then keep it locked right here on locked on leafs